Um, good afternoon. Today is Sunday, August 11th, 2019. Um, my name is Prince Nu, and this is the NGU show. Um, I'm going to start today with, um, with a thought because I saw, um, I was outside and I was looking on the ground and I saw like an ant colony and, um, it made me ask myself, um, if ants are conscious and if ants are conscious then can they perceive the world like we perceive the world, right? So if I stepped on an ant and killed it and its friends saw me kill their, kill their neighbor, uh, would they understand what just happened? Um, and how does this, how does this, how does this relate to human beings and sort of our goal and our consciousness and, and our reality. All right. So, um, essentially organizing humanity to get the best out of individuals and to optimize human productivity has always been the goal of humanity since the beginning of time. Um, this problem has sort of plagued humanity for millennials. Um, some of the world's greatest minds have spent their lives trying to develop um, an understanding and to decode what it means to be a human being. Um, some argue that the quest to solve this problem is the reason why societies have evolved over time. Um, it is almost as though we have, um, it's almost as though we have simultaneous experiments like happening around the world. Um, uh, trying to solve this one problem um, and our societies are like organisms uh, that stratify themselves with one goal in mind um, and each society exemplifies um, an experiment with different hypotheses um, and these experiments are occurring simultaneously around the world and have been going on since the beginning of civilization since the beginning of time um, if you think about it like that um, and this begs the argument that is there an end goal or is there a motivational force that innately motivates us or beings? Or is there some energy that's much bigger than humans and human existence that we can't comprehend? So, or are we just fucking subjects in a celestial experiment? Um, the mystery of what it means to be a human being has plagued humanity and has motivated some of the world's brightest minds. Um, in the fourth century BC, Aristotle defined humans as conscious mortals. In the 17th century, uh, Descartes with his famous, I think, therefore I am. And in the 18th century, Immanuel Kant said that rationality was the litmus test for, um, for what it meant to be a human being. Um, Immanuel Kant emphasized that um, a human um, markedly distinguished from all other beings by its technical disposition for manipulating things uh, mechanically and jointly with his consciousness and also by his pragmatic predisposition to use other human beings skillfully for their purposes, for their own purposes. And also that uh, we're governed by a moral predisposition um, uh, to treat each other fairly, essentially. 
because he would like to, to be treated fairly too. And um, later on, Darwin came along and said that that the defining premise of a human being isn't actually confined to humans only, that lower level animals in their ecosystem have the same faculties, but just at a lower level. So humans are not innately special or superior, but are on a higher totemic level of consciousness than other earthly beings due to evolution, essentially. Um, this then opens up the possibility that humans are in fact not at the top of the, of the totemic hierarchy. In fact, contemporary mathematicians uh, and philosophers have proven this, uh, this theory with the discovery of this thing called the Mobius Strip or the Mobius Band. Uh, I think it was a German mathematician uh, listing and Ferdinand Mobius that discovered that there exists an unorientable property to the strip, meaning that there is no up, down, front, back, beginning, end, entry, exit to the strip. And you can visualize the strip by taking a piece of paper and giving it a half twist and then joining the ends of the strip to form a loop. Um, and the surface will be defined as unorientable. And you can imagine this like this. Let's go back to the ant example, right? If an ant uh, walks on this strip, um, we will not be able to determine which side of the strip the ant is on. And it will not be able to, and the ant itself will not be able to fully comprehend the three-dimensionality of the strip. But as humans, we can perceive the ant walking on a strip. This tells us that our perception, like the ant, is limited to our dimension. So if a being exists in a different dimension or in a higher dimension, in the fourth dimension, for example, we could argue that a human being is the ant walking on a strip and cannot fully comprehend the totality of its reality. Meaning humans are not the highest on the totemic pole of consciousness, as Darwin's theory proposes. Um, and this, this leads us to a new theory that essentially um, means that, says that um, what makes us human isn't in fact our consciousness because other animals possess the same ability to be conscious. This tells us that what differentiates humans from animals is indistinguishable, like the inside and the outside of the Mobius strip. You don't know which side you're on. It's, it's not orientable. It's unorientable. Um, some philosophers have argued that um, we are that we are humans because we question our existence and we seek understanding of our reality. Uh, this begs the question of whether other animals or beings seek the same solution. Um, an ant, for example, cannot perceive a human or a car, or does or or does it possess the understanding? Of what a human or a car is, but it can undoubtedly experience the consequences when a human or a car destroys or interacts with its reality. Like if a human being destroys an ant nest, so it can be argued that ants or lower level animals possess the same consciousness but are limited to the Mobius strip of perception, right? This raises the argument that consciousness isn't something that we possess or is possessible. That consciousness isn't as always been. That consciousness is just a variable like time. It's a universal constant that we sort of 
use to define or model reality. And this reality is 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 contingent on on what strip we're on because because an ant is in a different reality and a human is in a different reality, but we but 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 we are all conscious. Um so this this um comes to my theory that what makes us humans isn't the fact that we are conscious, but because we are humans, our reality permits our level of consciousness. So imagine you were an ant walking around and partaking in the reality of an ant colony. That ant does not have a lower level of consciousness than a human being. In fact, an ant and a human possess the same faculties of consciousness, but an ant is limited to its reality because it is an ant, just like on the Mobius strip, like I said before, and a human being is limited to its reality and consciousness because of because it's a human. And I think this is a game changer on how we understand the world and understand uh, purpose and understand reality and understand why we're here and if a God or God doesn't exist.